0: Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Last week, I released the fourth episode in this series on preparing our hearts. That topic was on restoring union, so be sure to listen if you missed it. Here's a quick recap of the topics that we've covered in this series. Holy Spirit conviction, embrace grace, align your heart with His, restore union, and thanksgiving. Now you might notice the first letter of each of those words creates the word heart, that acronym. So that's where that came from. In our final episode, we're talking about thanksgiving. Now here's the deal. I know this word is something we normally associate with November and turkeys, but I want us to challenge us to think of it as we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because as this episode airs, it is Monday. It's the day after we all got together and celebrated in all the different ways the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But here's the cool thing. Uh, you know, this is no secret by now that I am a mental health professional. And of course, I always love it when I see biblical principles that actually help our mental health. How cool is that? God knew that we need to be healthy in all areas of our life. And one of those is our mental health, we have to be intentional about it. So I'm going to take what I know about mental health in the Bible and thanksgiving and put a little bit of a twist on it. So when we give thanks, it's a posture of gratitude to God for all that he's done for us, but it also releases something really cool within us. When we give thanks, something shifts in our spirit. We actually enter his courts with thanksgiving And we leave feeling lighter ourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally, and definitely mentally. So I want to share with you something I do with my clients often – You know, a lot of times I believe that one of the reasons some people are afraid of therapy is the fear of the unknown. You don't always know, you know, what's going to happen? Where are we going to go with this? What's this going to look like? So I address that, especially when I'm, you know, first time seeing a client, I'll talk to them and say, you know, kind of get their expectations of therapy and, and, you know, give them a chance to ask any questions and different things like that. But here's the thing that I do, and I've noticed that every single client I've said this to, it breathes like a sense of relief into them whenever I talk to them about this. Because, and I'm going to explain to you here in a moment what I do, because um, here's the deal. It is not fun talking about hard things. I, I rarely meet anybody who goes, oh man, I can't wait to get into session and tell you all about my childhood or my broken relationship or, you know, just the heavy things they're dealing with. Very few people get excited to go there, right? Right. And so one thing that I do with my clients, and I explain to them that we'll do this in session, is when they come in, so if you could see me, and if I was drawing a graph for you, you kind of come in on a high note, right? Uh, maybe not everybody. You're not necessarily high. Some people are, are definitely down when they come into therapy. But a lot of times, when we start talking about hard things, they will go a little deeper, right? They'll go a little bit. It go. It kind of. Um, it, it's like you start off in one one area of how you're feeling, and then as you start to talk about hard things, it dips down, right? And you have. It's kind of like you're going down a big hill. You know. Oh my, we're going down. But one thing I tell my clients is, if we go down, again, not every session goes down, depending on what we're dealing with that day, but I always re- uh, reassure them, if we go down, I will make sure you're back up before you leave this room. Because I never want any of my clients to come to me for help and then to leave feeling more depressed than when they came in, even if we did talk about hard things, and even if we did different types of therapy that address trauma. And one of the ways that I bring them back up in order so that they can leave feeling like, oh, you know, is something that provokes hope in them. We have lots of different ways that we do this. And a lot of times it's taking their thoughts and the things that they're focusing on off of the present, off of the past, especially because a lot of times in therapy, you do talk about the past. And we'll take it to the future. And I have a, different, a couple different types of things I do with this. But one of the things that I do is the good old-fashioned gratitude list. We will literally get out. I keep like a box of fun art supplies in my therapy room. We will pull out construction paper. And a lot of times I'll do it with them, like just so that they have, you know, someone there kind of alongside them doing it. And we'll make a list of different things that come to mind that we're thankful for. And I am always blown away how I can watch the countenance on somebody change from a heavy, like overwhelmed place of despair. And when they start listing all the people they're thankful for in their life and, and their health and the sunny day outside that day. And I mean, we, we lame all kinds of things. Like we we talk about whatever comes to mind they're putting on this list. And I have not had a client yet who wasn't able to just completely fill their list, and I let them take it home with them, and I encourage them, hey, keep adding to this during the week. And it it shifts their entire mood. And so I want to encourage you as we talk about this gift of Thanksgiving, yes, First of all, we're going to thank Jesus for what He did on the cross. You know, as we as we wrap up this Easter weekend, just thanking and praising Him for what He did, thanking God that He gave us His only Son to do that on the cross for us, right? That alone is enough. I mean, if that's the only thing any of us had to be thankful for today, that's enough. It really is. But God is such a good and gracious and loving Father that He's given us a lot of things to be thankful for. So, this is what, um, and actually, I want to share a verse with you. It's Isaiah 61 3. And I'm not going to read the entire passage to you, but if you want to go back and look it up yourself, you can. It says here, and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. So, I want to highlight that last little phrase, a garment of praise, which we could replace that with thanksgiving, instead of a spirit of despair or a spirit of depression. So the Bible is telling us, hey, we can replace a spirit of depression with a spirit of praise. Isn't that such good news? I don't know about you, but if you've ever felt depressed, and if you can just start saying things out loud that you're thankful for— You're literally exchanging that spirit of depression for a spirit of praise. You're choosing to praise even when circumstances just feel like, man, there's nothing to be thankful for. The fact that you have breath in your body, you can hear the sound of my voice speaking to you right now, means you have a lot of things to be thankful for. So here's your action step for today and this week. I want you to make a list of all the things that you're thankful for. This can be out loud as you're driving, or it could be in a journal as you fall asleep tonight. In fact, I wanna encourage you do this all week. See how many items you can get on that list and make it fun. You could even include your friends or your loved ones and let them know what you're doing. And maybe you guys could all just keep adding to this list and make it a huge list that just keeps going and going. Well, Father, I just thank you (laughs) for this day. I thank you, Jesus, for what you did on the cross. And I thank you for every listener who is tuning in today. I thank you for this community, this podcast community that you've brought together. God, I just release blessings over them as they lean into you. Show them the things that you have given them that they can be thankful for. We are so grateful, Father, for your love in your mercies that are new every single day. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Well, friends, I mean that. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. I really view you all as a community. I know we don't get to sit face-to-face and talk, but it means the world to me that you have chosen to tune in to this podcast. Um, That is all that we have for today today. As always, be sure to tune in on Wednesday for another special guest interview here on Real Talk with Rachel.